Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Mari Bolaños in San Francisco. Governor Newsom is asking the Biden administration to declare a major disaster for counties in California that have been impacted by the storms over the past month. That includes Monterey County, where residents in Pajaro have been asking for help from the state and federal government as they were finally let back into their community last week after the community flooded. During a recent briefing with Monterey County officials, Brian Ferguson with the State Office of Emergency Services explained why the process was taking longer than anticipated. If we thought we had the damage just in Monterey to proclaim just for Monterey, we'd move forward immediately with that. The preliminary numbers we're seeing right now aren't there, which is why we continue to add counties to try to get to the totals. The declaration also includes Calaveras, Kern, Los Angeles, Mariposa, San Benito, Santa Cruz, Tulare, and Tuolumne counties. If approved, the major disaster declaration would provide federal assistance for a number of services, including housing, medical, and legal services. The experience of climate field storms since the turn of the year is lodged into the minds of Californians. Levee failures displaced thousands, blizzard conditions trapped people in their homes, hundreds of thousands lost power, and a vast inland California lake appeared. Climate scientists say the storms and flooding are just a fraction of what's expected in a warmer world. KQED climate reporter Ezra David Romero explains from Pajaro. Antonio Hueso evacuated home in the dark of the night on March 12th when the Pajaro River levee failed a few miles from his two-story home. The cameras on his daisy yellow-colored house caught the water submerging his street and the first floor of his home. I checked my cameras, 8 o'clock, this is a second river. He lost his baby blue Ford F-150 to the murky mud water. It's the second time the 72-year-old's home has flooded because of levee failures. And he's now considering leaving his home of nearly five decades. I fixed the house and uh, when the people forget this, I sold my house and I moved it to Madera, Fresno, I don't know. But in a warming world, will a move to higher ground suffice? UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain warns what Californians lived through in the past few months is only a taste of what's to come as atmospheric warming continues. As disruptive as this year's events have been, we're nowhere near close to a plausible worst-case storm and flood scenario for California. Swain is clear about the links between climate change and a significant increase in extreme flooding. In a study last year, Swain looked at the worst-case scenario, a weeks-long parade of extreme atmospheric rivers, which we didn't have this year. 
This could happen in any given year, but about once every 400 years. A megaflood of this magnitude would cost more than $1 trillion in damage. It could happen next year, or it might not happen for 100 years. The cumulative likelihood goes up with each passing year. If this pattern of back-to-back-to-back atmospheric rivers sounds familiar, it's because Californians are witnessing an echo of this. Swain said the main differences are that storms had breaks between them, and that none of the storms that beat up the state this time were extreme. And there are a lot of ways this winter where we've gotten lucky, believe it or not, but things weren't worse. We see is that it is possible to have years where there are multiple atmospheric rivers in a row that are much stronger than what we saw at any point this year. California is taking Swain's prediction seriously by potentially funding a modeling project to understand what this severe scenario would mean for flooding. This would give the state a heads up on just how severe a storm pattern could be, what's at risk of flooding, and who should evacuate. Michael Anderson is a state's climatologist. Unfortunately, Mother Nature kind of beat us to the punch here, but we're working on trying to develop a capability to kind of help us better understand how to recognize when things are scaling up so that you get the right level of response dialed in, and it's a tool we don't have right now. The model could be completed in a year once approved, but for people living with current flood impacts from failed levees, the project is already late. The squishy sound is still water being here and mud. Demia Ascutia woke up to the sound of water trickling into her room hours after the Pajaro levee broke. My feet touched the rug and the rug was wet. Ascutia is 18 and is questioning whether Pajaro can remain home due to the growing flood risk because of the changing climate. What do you think your future will look like if you stay here? My future, I feel like it will look like gone. Gone because the climate the levee was designed for no longer exists. For the California Report, I'm Ezra David Romero in Pajaro. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. The state's major reservoirs have been filling up this year from all the rain we've been getting. And now, for the first time in three years, the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California is replenishing the region's largest reservoir. Under extreme drought conditions, water supplies at Diamond Valley Lake in Riverside County have been severely depleted. Adele Hushkalil is general manager of the Metropolitan Water District. So what we wanted to do is ensure that we have water. This, this reservoir helped us during the last few years match and, and cover the deficit that we're dealing with. It almost went down to half. 
Now, with increased water allocations from the state, the expectation is that the water district will be able to fill the reservoir to near capacity this year. Still, Hosh Khalil warns that the district is looking to save every drop possible from this wet season because he fears the next dry cycle could be even more severe than the previous ones. That's the California Report for Wednesday, March 29th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The California Healthcare Foundation, listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health. On the web at chcf.org/lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.